Are you listening? You're listening to Tempo on Wolfpack Radio NVWR. Here are your hosts, Colton and Carly. guys it's carly and it's colton and per usual we have a great show for you i mean all of our shows are pretty great but today (laughs) it's especially great because it's gonna be our last show until 2019 it is so wow i know (laughs) um but we are talking to Hala. um Colton actually is a fan of him, so that's how we got him on the show. So do you kind of want to explain Yeah, his music? no, I mean, I've been listening to his music, you know, since he was on, like, Bandcap years ago. Um, and then, like, Young Alumni, his first kind of, like, mainstream album came out. And um, I just remember showing it to all my friends and, like, this guy's really good. And, like, fast forward three years, because I think that came out 2015? Oh, my God, cute. Like, now right, we're like, going to be speaking with him. Yeah, exactly. So excited. Um, definitely one of my favorite, like, independent artists, Yeah, I think. And they're um, always the most, like, down-to-earth, like, sweet, yeah. just nice people, which is always refreshing to talk to. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to talk to him. Well, I don't think. We I know. know. <laughs> but we definitely got to talk about, since it is our last show of the we year. Gotta we got to talk about, I was about to say that, yeah. our best, or the best albums of 2018. Yeah. Um, to come out. We are not limiting it to any genre. So I imagine mine's going to be rap. <laughs> of course. Colin's is not going to be rap. Nope. But uh, we'll see what uh, Hala, yeah. Ian is his his real name, um, see what his album is. So since you're a fan of him, Colton, why don't you pick a song that you think our listeners should yeah. listen to for the first time to okay. get excited about his interview? Okay. Yeah. No. So he just released a, a single a couple months ago called Sorry. Um, it's pretty poppy for his music, but I, I honestly like. Uh, I heard it for the, when I heard it for the first time, and I was like, "Holy shit! Mm-hmm. This is something that I would hear on like top ten hits on like Sirius XM." You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I think it's awesome. It's very upbeat. It's very like beachy. Like I feel like we should go surf right afterwards. It's December. <laughs> it's, it's cold as hell. But if we were at the beach, let's go surf in the Truckee River. <laughs> let's go surf in the earth. <laughs> That's all we can do in Reno. It's yeah. just snowboard because it's too damn cold here yeah speaking of that it's gotten kind of warm actually it was sunny today yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. not wearing a parka so since it's sunny why don't we play the that beachy the song is gonna be perfect for today but i know most of our listeners aren't in reno so that doesn't really matter but we but hope picture you're... yourself yeah. in reno in a casino maybe in the sun don't do that glaring <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are we hope it's warm this is sorry by holla Just don't know what you're getting 
here with Ian, professionally known as Hala. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's good. Yeah. So it's been a pretty good year. You released your single Sorry earlier this year. Correct. Um, how has the reception been on that so far? Um, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, people have been hearing it, so I'm, I'm <laughs> hyped on that and uh, the feedback's been pretty good. I think that the song kind of has some some weird elements intermingled in with with you know the concept of a pop song. So it was interesting to see like how that was um, kind of just uh, received by by people. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because I know it's definitely. It, I don't want to say like more upbeat, but like you said, pop. I think it it's one of your more like poppy songs. If that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I was I was 
trying to to write it the perfect pop song, you know. Yeah, right. that's something yeah. I would right. like. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Am I listening to the radio right now?" <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds. But like it's super nice to fan. be to be versatile and be able to put out a bunch of different um, a bunch of different material, especially because right, like obviously everyone likes different stuff. Yeah, so to yeah. be able to like. Mm-hmm keep your sound and your your sort of style consistent, but do it in different genres, I think is really important, um, especially in the music industry today. So do you kind of want to tell us about your, um, about Hala, what it is, um, how it got started, and just sort of a little introduction for those who yeah. don't. Because I believe you started in high school, right? That is correct, yeah. yeah. I uh, pretty much, I, I had a band in high school that I was in, and then uh, a couple of members, the, the one member was, like going to college and then the other one was moving to Washington state. So that band kind of dissolved and, uh, I was left like bandless and, and I, I had no real creative outlet. So I was, I started just like writing my own songs and, yeah. and trying to record them. And I don't know. I, I, it's like kind of the premise of it is just like a documentation of it's autobiographical in a sense the 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 lyrical content and music and and the songs are all you for the most part linked to some real life story but uh i mean it's it's like a documentation of just like my growth as like trying to write and record songs to to the best of my ability and and some songs are you know either extremely lo-fi or or kind of weird and mm-hmm. I, you know i i still look back fondly on those songs for for the reason reason that I, I I just like, you know, it was a different time and I was you know just learning and and trying to find my sound. Yeah, definitely. So when you were starting this band and sort of your musical journey in high school, did you want to do more more alternative indie sort of music or did you want to do pop or um, what did you kind of what was your inspirations as far as genres when you were starting um, this? I mean, just I I like rock music is you know. It's it, that's so broad, but yeah. it, I, I love rock music and it, in all shapes and sizes. And I don't know, I kind of like lately. It's just like I, I find influence in just about any piece of music that I hear, be it you know a country song or be it you know a, a pop song. It's you know it kind of influence can come in in positive and negative ways. You know, you hear a song and you're like, wow, that's like so creative and and so it's witty or you know the the lyrics are witty and or the progression is you know really it's timeless you know and that's where you're like oh you're like i want to write a song like that or you hear a song and you're like i want to write a song that's not like that you know i don't want my music to ever turn into that kind of uh go down that avenue so i don't know there's there's a lot of a lot of influence and i i think as I've as I've gotten older, like I, I've narrowed down like conceptually what I like about songs and what I like about music. But I think my the overall like music that I am listening to is 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 more broad and more. Mm-hmm. It just you know it covers a lot of bases and a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. And you're self producing all your music, right? Playing all the instruments, doing all the vocals. Yep. Yep. Nice. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> your music is just super well produced, and um, I mean, so was was um was Young Alumni was that the first project you did, or is that kind of the first project you just put out publicly? 
Um, it, technically no, but technically yes. In, mm-hmm. in the sense that, uh, I, I had like two other records that I did at home and I just kind of put them on YouTube and, and Bandcamp. And then, uh, Young Alumni was the first record that had any kind of like record label influence sure. and, uh, you know, it was on Spotify and I, that was cool and, and new for me at the time. So, I, I mean, I would definitely consider it like that being, I look at that as like an EP mm-hmm. and then I look at Spoonfed as my, my first like full length record. Okay. But, uh, even though I, I think there's more songs on Young Alumni than, I could be wrong, than Spoonfed, <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty, it's, they're, they're pretty close. It, it, it's right. just, uh, I don't know. There's like... It, EPs and album, albums, it's like weird terminology and it, it's really hard to like understand like what makes, what constitutes a, uh, like a full an album. album. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting. And they kind of, um, on Kids See Ghosts, when they released that this year, they kind of talked literally on the tracks about what constitutes a track because it's only supposed to be two and a half minutes. Like really? to be nominated for anything, you're, a song has to be two and a half minutes. So what anything if it's below that, it's it's fine if it's above oh, that. Okay. But anything below that's like an interlude. It's very weird how technical it is. That's hmm. all AAR and all yeah. their all their rules. I I, when you when you get into it like that, though, I think you're kind of like. Oh, that's you're trying trying to put music in a box. That's yeah. the business. Yeah. That's, like, that right there is all the business. The that's like there's like music, music like art music, and then yeah. there's business music, yeah. and it's it's very interesting yeah. seeing the difference in that. And that's um, obviously you can tell with with artists who are super. And I think Colton, we talked about this on the show. I don't know how long ago. Artists who are very like they make their music, they put mm-hmm, it out there, and then they want mm-hmm. nothing else to do with it. Yeah, they don't want to be in the spotlight. Ooh. Like a really good example of somebody who makes really good music is Bonnie Vare. Okay. And like so, never in the spotlight, and yeah. has been on some really like big name tracks. Like he did s- songs with Kanye, but you know what I yeah. mean. He's like so not into doing it for for that like business the attention. aspect. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Speak- There's a uh, an interview with 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 Justin Vernon from Boney Bear, and yeah, he yeah. Uh, he. <laughs> He's on Fallon, and he just looks like he's like, "What am I doing here?" Like, oh my god! I, I feel like he was like, "I was not prepared for that." He looks like, like literally someone you'd be like you'd see at a casino. Yeah. I was in Dublin <laughs> over spring break with my dad, and there was like this guy who looked just like Bonavir. And I took a photo. I'm like, would not be surprised if my dad was talking to Bonavir on the train right now yeah. in Dublin. But um, yeah, no, that's a good example. So speaking of like, obviously, you're talking about making music and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the first song you ever put out and if it was good? Um, I don't remember like the, what the exact first song I put out was, but I remember like the first song that I, I wrote when I was like eight years old and it was oh. not good. It was and, not. <laughs> what do you write yeah. about when you're eight? Like what are your interests? Well, like it's not like, well, you know, love. This, I mean, it could be, yeah, but yeah, it's probably not real just love. Yeah. Some deep shit when you're eight. Yeah. <laughs> It was it, the song was called the pickle song, and it was like a <laughs> it was a joke that my grandpa would o- always say. It was like you know, uh, I had a pickle, bought it for a nickel, took it to the tasty freeze. Along came a choo choo, knocked it cuckoo, and now my pickle's free. And I, I don't know why I like I was like okay, well I know three chords on the guitar, and then I like wrote you know the music around to that kind of line that he had, and 
I don't know. There's there's a recording of it somewhere that I have, like in my folks' house. In the, the deep dark in the web, yeah, <laughs> in the deep internet, yeah. In the, the dark yeah, internet. the memories of our childhood of the '90s. <laughs> yeah. There's a song well, I, around there, and I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't it wasn't good. It was just it, I, I just I look back at it now, and it's like. It's just some. It's me eight, being eight years old playing acoustic guitar and just like screaming into a microphone. And it's like I, I like the energy because it's like that kid had no idea like what he was doing, and yeah. it, it's like I, I'm so reserved from it because it was you know so many years ago. But uh, or I just don't. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but it feels like I was you know a whole different person, which yeah. obviously right, I, right. I was, but. You know, it was like I never would have thought at that age, like, you know, like I wanted to make music my career, my life, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, I love music. I love playing guitar and, and screaming. So, yeah. <laughs> But still at that age to be able to play an instrument well enough and to compile a song. I can't even do that now when I'm 22. <laughs> yeah. I just throw that out there. <laughs> That's insane. Um, so is guitar the first instrument you learned to play? Yeah. Yep. And, and Do you play any beyond that or is it mainly just that? Well, I, I play. I can play bass. I can play drums. A little bit of piano, and uh, but gu- guitar has been kind of my main instrument. And when we play live, I play guitar and I sing. Nice. Uh, but I don't know. I, I like try to learn as many instruments as I can to some degree, just because I like having you know diversity. It, yeah. It, yeah uh, having diversity and just like when I'm recording, like if I want to throw three weird ukulele chords on mm. something or, or like a piano part that's like kind of jazzy or, or I, I don't know, it, you know, it, it just, it, I want to have that as an option. Mm-hmm. You know, I like having that, that, and, and not having to like call somebody up and be like, Hey, will you come like lay down drums on this track? Yeah. You know, right. I always, I always like from, from the moment I started like playing music, I wasn't really focused on like I want to be really really good at one specific instrument. I just want to be able to. I, I was like I want to be able to play multiple instruments and then you know just write songs. Mm-hmm. Like it, I wasn't I wasn't looking for proficiency in in the sense that like I, I wanted to be like some Juilliard you know <laughs> jazz guitar player. Like I just mm-hmm. wanted to write songs. You know. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Just being able to be like, like self sufficient when making your music and knowing like what yeah, you exactly. have is going to be what you get and that's also like a satisfying feeling yeah so when mm-hmm. we're listening to your songs the instruments is that all like live instrument work or are you you know putting any digital work in how do you go about recording music in that aspect um i mean now it's it's like a mix of a lot of things but there was a time where it was all live and you know sometimes not even to a click track and yeah but but now I, I I mean as I've I you know gotten more into the engineering aspect like I you know will incorporate samples and, and things of that nature I, I don't want like a a song should always have some like live component to it yeah. in my opinion and I, I I just I think that's the new you know question the question of your the purity of of the songs you know right. when they're yeah if they're I mean, all di- digital it's just like I don't know that that's that's a little a little boring for me, but I, yeah, I, I like to have a, a mix of both now, you know, yeah, if, and, if the, if the project calls for it, you know. And that's kind of why I ask is your music doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it was computer generated. 
and I'm sure there's parts it of a it. Lot more of an yeah, it sounds like we're listening to it live, yeah. and that's cool. and <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, it is cool because it, you get a lot of music right now that's coming out that just like sounds like they were just in Garage Band, just putting well, samples together. And a lot of the music now, it's there was someone found that the beat in. Um, I think it was one of the songs on ASAP Rocky's new album, off the testing album. Yeah. One of, I can't remember which song it was, was like found on like a Reddit thread, like the beat in it or something. <laughs> like, you know, it was just like not original. Like you just took it from someone. But speaking of like producing, um, for you, do you find it harder actually producing the music or writing the lyrics? Uh, 100% producing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I. I'll spend so much time on a mix or like trying to do the actual recording part mm-hmm. than, you know, actually sitting down and writing the song. And it's like, I think that's how it should be. You know, mm-hmm. if you're like really putting so much time into like trying to, to write the song and, you know, it's taking months or something like that, that's like kind of overthinking it and you get, you can get too much in your head, you know? But you can do the same with with producing it, and sure. right. but I, I I feel like there's there when there's a balance that's really good, but it's just not always. You just that just it doesn't work out like that, you know. One always outweighs the other, right? And uh, but I I don't know. I when I start writing a song, I usually start like on a guitar or at at, at the piano, and I, I will find the chords, and then uh, then I'll write the song around that, and then. When it comes time to demo it or, you know, do, sure. like, the final recording of it, that's when I really get finicky and, and try to, like, pick apart things and try to make sure things are clean or at least have some – there's some, like, purposefulness to the effects that I'm using or the – just the the mix as a whole, you know. Like, I, I want it to, to tell a story or, you know, I want it to be – basically an instrument on its own you know right yeah, that makes sense yeah it makes sense we're gonna uh, go ahead Carter. i don't know you're good <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um so can we expect you said you play songs on the acoustic guitar can we expect an acoustic an Christ- unplugged album an unplugged <laughs> album maybe uh, christmas oh maybe is, is that a surprise album you're gonna drop Acoustic, the acoustic one, acoustic Christmas <laughs> album. <laughs> um, not anytime soon, but I—I I mean, I could see it. I could definitely see it. <laughs> are you um? Are you sitting down at like a specific time and writing music, or are you just consistently throughout the day jotting down notes and jotting down like little beats and rhythms? You know what I mean? Is it is mm. it is it very concrete and it's planned, or is it just kind of like, you know, instantaneous? It, it's it's almost never planned. I I never I don't like it when it's planned like that. I don't like sitting down and being like I have to write songs for this time period. I have to like work on things because I I just like the best times are like when I'm laying in bed and I just pick up the guitar and, and you know then it comes to me and, and I don't know it, it it can come at like any at weird times and and when it comes at a weird time it usually there's something subconsciously going on where, you know, it was like that was meant to be. And yeah. it, it feels like the stars align for a moment. Yeah. And that's, you that's wake really up when... in the middle of a dream, like, I got to write a song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I always <laughs> pictured it happening. Um, so were you always like 
musically inclined or did you have a background in music like or poetry it, yeah or, or was your family maybe made music or was it something you just kind of discovered blindly um my dad he plays guitar he he got me kind of into music you know in, in the first place but uh i mean he just plays in like a, a classic rock cover band he, okay. he never he i mean he, he writes songs and he writes good songs and he but he he kind of was he he was more interested in working and being a family man and, and doing that thing. But he he still has he has a really like keen ear for music and and he really is into like seventies rock. And then my mom she's really into like eighties like new wave stuff. She's she's big on the Cure and the Smiths. And so it was like growing up that was I was getting like uh, a variety of music that was all encompassing and, and just like covered all, all the genres. And right. So you did have like some sort like you had exposure to it, but it's not like, yeah, def- definitely an exposure, but it wasn't like super I, crazy. Like your I was forced into it. Making or, or, you play piano at the age of three, eight hours a day. <laughs> no, <laughs> no like, hard. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that tends to have, um, like, influence obviously um, of mom i'm hungry not until you finish for elise for the 30th time <laughs> uh, yeah um, gross so you kind of mentioned a few artists that you listened to growing up but for you personally like when you got to first listen to your own music like it was your own choice what was the first like artist you remember liking or cd you remember having um first cd that i i remember having um was Abbey Road by the Beatles. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Good man. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is. I, I, well, actually, I got it on CD, and then I, my baseball coach, I was over it for like a, a party with the team or something when we were little, and he, his garage had like flooded, and he had all these stacks of these records, and they were all waterlogged, and he uh. was like, here you go, son. Here's this copy of Abbey Road, and it was the sketchiest copy of it, and it just like, <laughs> <laughs> was so wobbly and so noisy, but I was like, this is a vinyl record. I'm like, this is this is going to be cool again in a couple of years, yeah. maybe. And you were <laughs> right. Vinyls are coming yeah. back. They're well, back. They're Abbey in- Road yeah. was the first vinyl I ever got. Really? Too. Yeah. I don't have There's, a vinyl player. It's, it's a thing, I guess. <laughs> Do you have a record player? Do I have a record player? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Well, I mean, in our house, we have a couple. We have, we have like three or four. Oh, some wow. of them work better than others yeah and i love records. We're, we're actually right right now my roommates are downstairs and they're listening to the new paul cherry record on, on on vinyl so uh, yeah Vinyls paul cherry's like cool. cool you should check them out i'm thinking about like investing in one because they're so like they're not that expensive they're not i know that's what, it's just in <laughs> inv- i know that's a i've been saving for, up for about a year <laughs> for a final for a record player but um buying records for people is so fun like for christmas i bought my best friend yay on vinyl cause, like literally you can find anything on vinyl oh, yeah. now and it's so it's so cool i it's like always a fun gift go to like the old vinyl yeah. shops where they're like 50 yeah. cent vinyls or like <laughs> order all the cool ones on Amazon because yeah. you can pick them out. <laughs> like, but then they're like thirty dollars. Some fun. rap songs they're yeah. putting on vinyl. Speaking of albums, yes. What this is a question for everyone was because twenty eighteen is almost over. Yep. Top mm-hmm. five. Top five albums. Top five albums of twenty eighteen. Oh you, oh god. You wanna go um, first, Ian? <laughs> And they don't have to be in any particular order. Just maybe the ones that, like, off the top of your head, you remember that standing out the most in twenty, 
What year are we? <laughs> well, Carly, you go I, first. Okay, I'll you go first. You probably know it more than any of us. Um, number one is going to be swimming for Mac Miller. Mac Miller, yeah. Just because I feel like that's very um, appropriate. Like, it probably wouldn't have been number one if he didn't pass, but since he did, it makes the album a lot more sentimental. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's very appropriate yeah. to put as number one. Number two is some rap songs, Earl Sweatshirt. Obvious reasons. I'm. I talk about Earl every single episode, so I feel like I don't need to explain my love for him. Sure. Number <laughs> three, I might do um, Juice World's "Goodbye and Good Riddance." That was fire, and okay. I think this was also like 2018 was a huge year for Juice World, so I think that that owns the top top three spot. Yeah. Number four, I'm going to do Saba's Care For Me. Okay. Because um, that came out when I was in Spain. And yeah. I remember listening to it, and it's a, it's an amazing album. There's it's this one like song, Prom, on there that just talk. Oh, I can't even. It's so cool. Like, it's super um, storytelling rap, okay. which I think is really, like, yeah. really cool right now. That makes sense. Oh, no, I have four. You're nice. So number five. I have one left. Um. I'm going to say the cut of five, just because also 2018, yeah. we were waiting so long for that. Okay. And I think it was a good way to cap off the year, even okay. though it came out in like That's cool. solid. All right, I'll go yeah. here. I'll go. I got to say number one, in my opinion, and to me, tran- I guess Tranquility oh, Base Hotel, Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys, <laughs> Tranquility Base is without a doubt like my all-time favorite album of this year just their sound changed so much between their last couple albums compared to this one yeah and and they shot their music video here like t- like was two that minutes. the one yeah. where they're like it's like two minutes away from our studio yeah they shot <laughs> it in you not? Reno, very places. cool um but then outside of that and these aren't in order but um uh, Little Dark Age, MGMT, came out super early in the year, but I think also mm-hmm. another amazing alternative album. And I don't listen to as much hip-hop and rap as Carla does, so most of like my picks are all you know, that alternative stuff. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have to say, Carly, just to be ironic, Tommy Newport, one mm-hmm. of our past guests. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because he was a guest. I'm saying that because I like, truly think that was a really good album that he put together. Um, let's see. I don't even know how many I have left. I'm just going to... I think you have one left. FM by Vince Staples. <laughs> FM. You love it's FM. It's hip-hop, but I think the <laughs> idea that he had making it like a radio show and, you know, you have these little, like, interludes and you have, like, calls coming in. It just seems like you're stuck in traffic, you know, <laughs> listening to uh, the radio station. I think that's cool. Uh, I don't know if that was four or five, but I'm going to stop it at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's okay. up? Okay. Now, now you know where the bar is. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can think of, of five specifically, but I, I really like Broncho's new record, Bad Behavior. That was really good. I I gotta say that Paul Cherry record that I I mentioned earlier, that's probably up there. Um, I thought the, uh, the Beatles white album, the, uh, the remastered kind of like big crazy box set that they did. I thought that was cool. There was a lot, a lot of like weird outtakes that you like a lot of people never heard before so i thought that was cool i like i really like that that's in your top five that's super creative i love that okay keep going um oh god uh (sighs) (laughs) i don't i don't know i it uh 
I, f- I feel like a chump, like having to look at Spotify and figure out like yeah, what, but it's like what we I got did. So, we got so much music; it's so hard not to like be like, "Oh fuck, that came out this year. That yeah. came out this year." Like, also such a crazy long year. <laughs> it's been a long, mm-hmm. long year. Yeah. It has. I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> I would say if you compiled all of our albums, that would be like. A very diverse, good, very good. diverse and good. I'd list. go to that concert. Oh my gosh, we should uh, start a festival <laughs> with every maybe minus. Well, we could get Paul McCartney and Ringo with everyone we mentioned in our albums to perform at this festival. All right, we'll get right on that. Okay. <laughs> Do you have Paul's number? <laughs> yeah, <Paul? laughs> I follow um, him on Instagram. Yeah. Well, speaking of festivals, we know that you're in the works with South by Southwest. Do you want to kind of talk about that a little bit? I think the connection's a little breaking up, but I think I, I, I got – it's about South by Southwest. That's yes. the question, right? Yeah, where you, uh, <laughs> you are doing – heading to South by Southwest uh, yep, to perform. We, so do you want to kind of tell us about that? Yeah. Uh, it's, like, the first time that I've ever done it. It's the first – I've been down to Texas before, like, on a, on a trip with my dad. But uh, this is the first time, like, playing shows down there yeah. and – Everybody, I, I hear either like really crazy like success stories about uh, about you know South by Southwest, and I hear like crazy nightmare stories about like getting <laughs> gear stolen. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. I'm like I'm like kind of hesitant and kind of nervous about, but I'm also really excited just because it's a new thing and it's something that I, I'd like to tell people that I, I did. That's, you know, <laughs> no, it's, I feel like South by Southwest is a super cool like. Be, like being well I'm not obviously in the music industry but like being an artist a very cool networking opportunity because it's so many like up and coming artists but like you said there are so many people that have started there I remember mm-hmm. one year Tyler the creator South by Southwest he was performing and there was like a bunch of people outside waiting to go in and he was like no fuck that you know Tyler he's like let them in <laughs> yeah. so all these people came in and then everyone was getting trampled and he got sued for like a mosh <laughs> oh, pit oh I remember that yeah that was oh. like that was like the future. Was, that was a long time ago, but there's yeah, cool stories that was bad. like that. That was bad news. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "The fuck!" I was just wanting yeah. people to listen to my music, but That's you know, South bad. by Southwest is awesome. When is South by Southwest this year? Uh, I think it starts starts March eighth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I don't March, I don't know like what like, time frame in the the week that it's going on that we're going to be there quite yet. It's the eighth to uh, the eighteenth, so it's about ten days. Okay. Um, yeah. Within there, and then are you staying for the entire thing, or are you just going to go for a couple days and then hang out? I, I don't know. I it it depends. We we haven't really started booking stuff for it too much. Right. And a lot of people haven't started booking for it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It depends. I'm I'm really down for for whatever because I I I go to school and uh, I'm taking all online classes next semester. So oh, I'm okay. like, if I can be there as long as I, you know possible i'd be cool and and fine with that (laughs) yeah where are you at school Uh, are you at a university yeah yeah wayne state university which is uh detroit's um it's like i think it's technically like the biggest university in michigan because there's a lot of commuters but uh yeah it's it's a cool i am studying the art of communications (laughs) it's like not me but I'm journalism. Kind of, like you kind journalism, of yeah, same same deal. But that's exciting. <laughs> so, are you going to online, or deciding to convert to online to focus on music and sort of right now, doing music and releasing stuff? Where and going to school, how do you balance that? Um, I I don't know. I just I feel like 
there was a time where school was number one and like music was on the back burner and mm-hmm. and now I kind of have music being my number one and I feel like I can justify it you know in a way that now because there's there's shows and there's stuff to keep us busy so I don't know I I it, the balance isn't it, I don't like schedule it and I don't like really actively think about it I just am like how if, if an opportunity arises it's like how can I like do this and not fail school and like making a situation work you know thinking on my toes I guess in in, right. in most cases so are you from Detroit were you born there have you lived there your whole life or no um n- no most I mean most people I know aren't like from Detroit proper, but right. uh, I, I grew up in a, a town called Oxford, which is about 20, 30 minutes north of Detroit. Okay. But uh, yeah, there, there's like the, the metro Detroit area is, is quite large. It, it's so it, I don't know. There's blurred lines, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, I've been always kind of close to it at least. Yeah. The reason <laughs> I ask is because I'm getting like a super Midwest, like Chicago accent when you pronounce your A's. <laughs> but I, I don't know if Michigan, Detroit, Michi- Detroit Michigan's yeah, the Detroit's Midwest. Yeah, kind of like that Midwesty area. Yeah? Not, not yeah. Do you guys have like little Midwest? Are you obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts or whatever you like over there? Dunkin' Donuts? Is that, uh, is that, is that a, a Detroit thing? It's a Midwest There's, thing. We we do have Dunkin' Donuts, and I, I do like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, the, the, the croissant like sandwich Ooh. breakfast thing. So those I are have good. Ne- I've been, never been. I've been inside when I was in Chicago. But they're... Ch- Drink prices like seem cheap. Do we have a Dunkin' Donuts yeah, we here, do have Colton? A Donuts. We should go sometime. Okay. I bet it'd be kind of a sketchy. <laughs> you know what's experience. even better is Krispy Kreme. We have a Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme is good. Do it's, they have coffee and stuff? Um, well, we don't have. One. Oh yeah. Oh, we don't have a Krispy Kreme. No. Oh. No. <laughs> we just got a Walmart like a year ago. No, we didn't. Whoa. <laughs> no, we did. We're we're way better. We're than civilized that. out here. Yeah, we have um, <laughs> In and Out. Oh, we oh have they don't know what In and Out is. Yeah, you guys have. What do you guys have? What's your like, What's your burger? burger oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. We're simpletons. We just have McDonald's and and that. <laughs> we don't. We don't have In and Out. We don't have uh, What a Burger. It's really. It's What a Burger. It's really quite a shame. Yeah. That what is. about like Chick Fil A? Because we just got a Chick Fil A in the town. Like rioted when Chick Fil A came. There, out. there's only two Chick Fil A's in Michigan. And they're like at malls. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Or they're, they're, one's at a mall and one is at a hospital that's in Detroit. Hospital. So what's the <laughs> yeah. go-to spot to eat in your town? Um, I live in a neighborhood that's called Hazel Park, and uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a more country country area of uh, uh, the people are a little more country country mm-hmm. than uh, you know the downtown folks. But uh, <laughs> there's a uh, a diner that's called Country Boy, and I really like that. And I, I go there for, for BLTs and breakfast. Boy? Ian Rahala, Country Boy. Are you a Country Boy? <laughs> uh, maybe in heart, in heart and soul, yep. But, <laughs> right, do you uh, listen to country music? I, I like I like country music. I I don't know if I'd say it's like my favorite. I like I, lo- I like the idea of like writing songs about beer and stuff like yeah. that. Right. I think that's funny. <laughs> Did you guys? You know, um, who was it? Steve Earle. He's an old country singer-songwriter, and um, he just did an interview with, I think, UK Independent, and he said that 
modern country is just hip hop for people who are scared of black people. <laughs> Jeez, that's brutal. He, yeah, he was like, there's no, and he's like, Steve Earle's like one of the biggest old country, like he's one of the most famous old country singers. It, you know what I mean? Like we're talking like Dolly yeah. Parton, Merle Haggard. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like nothing good is coming out in the country, country genre at That's all. That's what every old person says That's about true. what genre they've been the veteran That's of. Like think about what people in the hip hop industry say now about new hip hop. They're like, but it's like, it's just evolving. Get off your ass, dude. Like, come on. Like if music never evolved, you wouldn't grow as people. You fuck. I don't know, man. That's a little know. aggressive. Tell us how you really feel, Carly. <laughs> I mean, just like I don't like where rap's going per se or hip hop in as far as the rappers we are getting, but I don't think it should be something that should be completely sh- sh- like shunned. No, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I understand. Because then you never have old school rap. Mm-hmm. Then everything would just be rap yeah. or like 90s or uh, you could say that about any genre. Yeah. Wouldn't Speaking have, like, of genres, did you? So Nick, he is our like special co-host, co-writer. He got into a very large Twitter fight this morning. Oh boy! It has mm. like it has quite a couple hundred like it's got a lot of like a shit ton of couple replies. hundred. Yeah, um, jeez. Someone was like, "I love two door. I love indie songs like two door. Or, I love indie bands like two door Cinema Club." <laughs> and Nick was like, "That's not really indie." Like, cause like indie, like they definitely have a record label. Right. And the guy, the guy that said that was like, well, indie is just a vibe. Like Beyonce's Lemonade album is indie. And (laughs) yeah, so there's just a huge shit show right now. You know, I back Nick on that. I'm going to go give it a like because that dude's a dumbass. Yeah, he is a dumbass. Anyway, so I put a poll up and I was like, does this guy know what indie means? And (laughs) I think I have like 500 votes on there right now. Like, no. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that's true. But that's very true. I know music is just kind of there's so many subgenres, there's so and many subgenres of subgenres, and I don't know, it's crazy. It's, it's cool though. Well, and what do you? And if you go on a Spotify, what's your recent? Like, what are you listening to? What's your recent play right now? What are you bumping? Um, I'm like really like just on an old school like Velvet Underground kick, uh, like like a bunch of their live albums. And like Lou Reed in general, I really like. And then uh, there's this this record that I found, and it's like uh, Marvin Gaye, but it's it's a Motown record that they never released. It's like all these songs that he did that they never released, and like they finally made a compilation of it. Uh-huh. And it's oh, wow. just it's so good. It's like all it's like really jazzy. Like he was doing like some like uh, I don't know. It's like kind of like has like a Sinatra kind of twang to it. But it's like Motown. It's it's like you know, most definitely that kind of genre and that kind of music. And it's just like I, I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool just to hear the the difference between like you know uh, sexual healing and uh, you know him doing some some jazz standard stuff. Yeah, you know that does sound really. You you might have to send me a picture of that so I yeah. <laughs> listen to it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's I I don't I think I've been on like a very like. I've been on like. Have you been in your feels? I'm always in my feels. You know that. Super simple. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) I like my latest, like my recently listened is literally just like all like alternative country. Oh. Which is weird for me. Yeah. But like, yeah. No, like totally. Like the growlers, I guess you could kind of call them like alternative with like a Western vibe to it. Yeah. Um, Growlers are great. I love growlers. Um, Like Gary Clark Jr. kind of has like a twangy. You know, mm-hmm. Southern Rock. I don't know, man. There's, I, I was like, why is Phil Collins on my recently? Because <laughs> I, I was trying to play it as a joke. But 
Yeah. Uh, whenever I you picked me up in the car. Yeah, oh yeah, I picked up Carly the other day and like had sexual healing blasting like as loud like, as my speakers nice. could go in the parking lot. Nice. People are like walking by like, what the hell is this guy's my fucking pro? carriage. Your Uber's here. Yeah. <laughs> I could bump in Kodak Black's new album. Honestly, amazing. Amazing. Um I redownloaded Bonnie Vare because I realized I didn't have any of his albums downloaded. Redownloaded it. Well, down, I guess downloaded it. Delete them? I guess down. Well, I guess I used to. I used to be a Spotify listener, and then I moved over to Apple Music. So I had to mm-hmm. redo those. Um, Silk Money. What's that? It's like this underground guy. I wouldn't even call him underground. He's a rapper, but um, a majority of that um, album was produced by Tyler, the creator. So I just had to check this mm. out. But oh, okay, that makes sense. I normally, when I'm driving my car, I'll do um, like shuffle my music. And yeah. just see what I get. Well, that's why I like Spotify because it it does these things called like daily mixes. I know. I used to be a Spotify user. Well, then you switched to the. You know, you Spotify or Apple Music. She's obviously, Spotify. Ooh. I, I'm I'm Spotify, but I, I have Apple Music too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because no, because there there there's there's a there's a difference with Apple Music and Spotify. Like I don't know. Sometimes they some songs are on Spotify that aren't on Apple Music, yeah. and and vice versa. Like, right. A lot of so uh, yeah. A lot of artists. I think. When music comes out, are you gonna play a song for us? When music comes out, um, a lot of music goes on to Apple first, uh-huh. just because I think it's something to do with the licensing through it. But then, like, there's better songs sometimes on Spotify that they don't have on, like, more independent songs, I guess, if that makes sense. I, well, there's just a random E chord that we just got, or E string plug. <laughs> <laughs> are you practicing music right now? No, I just am looking at my guitar. <laughs> what do you play? Uh, well, the guitar in front of me right now is an Epiphone Casino, Ooh. and it's it's a uh, the it's a different color, but it's like the one John Lennon played yeah. towards the end, yeah. end was, of the Beatles. What was the first song you learned to play on the guitar? Uh, I think it was Iron Man by Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> no shame in that, but I, that's a good one. That's in I think I'm trying to think of the first one. Wasn't yours Black? Blackbird. Blackbird was the first acoustic song I learned, but the first electric song was Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. But no, um, what was I going to say? My girlfriend just bought me a bass, like my first bass. Cool. And I've been playing that. Bass is awesome. It and is. I mean, like, I've been playing guitar for since like I was like, you know, probably like seven or eight. And like switching over to bass is so much fun because it's, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's weird. I mean, I Do you think feel more free. I don't know if it's more free because bass is weird. Because like when you play a song on bass, like no one knows what you're playing except for you. You know what I mean? Like I'm just playing the background rhythm of so and so song. Yeah. But like bass isn't an instrument you can just pick up and jam a song out on. But like yeah, it's just fun to freestyle on a bass compared to like a guitar. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I like bass because it's like not wrapped around in, in melody as much as just like rhythm and, mm-hmm. and feel, you know. And it's it's like a whole different beast than than guitar. It's yeah, no, it's fun. I like I think guitar. Like when I play guitar, I like to play a lot of chords. But like going mm-hmm. over to bass, it's just fun to just do a bunch of like you know like finger picking and a bunch of weird me- like cool rhythm and melody stuff. And I don't know. Yeah, most it's, definitely it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't play any instruments. So Carly's not talented. I'm not. I've, I have no talents. I would say. Oh, I I'm trying. sure that's not true. <laughs> it's true. I yeah, yeah, I'm very untalented, but I can. I was like listing my talents. I'm very good at turning on showers. 
You know, when they're like very. And then you go to like someone's house and you're, and you're like, how like, the, the hell does a shower work? Or like a <laughs> hotel and you're like, I can do it regardless mm-hmm. of difficulty. That's a very um, reasonable talent to have. It's like my stoop. Does that, what is, okay. Like you have like your stupid superpowers, like something you're really good at that'll do nothing for you in life. And that's your stupid that's superpower. That's mine. Ian, what's yours? Um, oh, a stupid superpower. A stupid superpower. <laughs> I've never heard that. Um, oh. I'm trying to think of mine. I don't... <laughs> Give me a second on this. Yeah, I gotta, yeah you I guys gotta are just way too this. talented. You're like, oh no, that that's helping me in life. Oh, that's gonna <laughs> help me. me oh, like... oh, I I can type pretty fast. So I can type like 70, 80 words a minute. I think. Okay. I'd say that's pretty useful. That's a, yeah, it depends that's, on that's the career skill. field you're going. That's a yeah. good skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to it's think a, of it's like, a superpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like the most stupid. I can unlock my car from very far away. That is a stupid superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that if is... you put your car keys up to your chin, <laughs> your your skull acts as a... Um, like conductor, an, an, a condu- like an antenna. Yeah. Why would you want to do that though? Someone could get into your car in that long walk and steal it. Well, I'm not like something. three miles away. I can <laughs> see my car. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like a cool trick. You're just like, hey, like unlock the car, and like they're like, I can't, and then you're like, well, what's this? That is the definition <laughs> of a stupid superpower. Or I'm really good at using can openers. I can open any can. Ooh, first try. That's- that's useful. Yeah. That's useful. Yeah. <laughs> I, are can openers difficult? Electric can openers or the big ones? No, I'm ones? using like the hand one. I don't use electric can okay. openers. Okay. Well, what hand, am I? But the big ones that they have at like restaurants, like yeah, we yeah. had one that you had to like slam mm. your can on. I was like, this is dangerous. That's extra. No. So extra. <laughs> just, that's, <laughs> just the Ikea. I would say typing is not a stupid one though. Yeah, that's a good That's superpower. a good one. But you're talented, so you probably don't have any stupid superpowers. Me, I'm like, I can turn on a shower. <laughs> What can you do? <laughs> I can plug in a USB the right way each time on the first try. Absolutely not. No one can <laughs> nice. do that. I think I flip it like five times. No one can plug in. in a USB for the very first time. Or you know, I kept a count one time of how many times I got it right the first try, and I was on a streak of five. <laughs> and then I, well, but, it's like you it has to reject three times on both sides, and then like the mm, port opens, and it's yeah, like, you have passed the test. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Oh, man. So what do you do outside of making music? What are your hobbies? Like, what's an average day? Besides typing. Yeah, besides <laughs> typing. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I like to karaoke a lot. Oh, my God. Me too. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, I you uh, Probably one. the long, long and Winding Road by the Beatles or oh. Car- Carly Simon's You're So Vain. Oh, those are or good. The, the so or The Eagles' uh, Take It Easy, too. That's, mm. that's another one. Mine's uh, Jack and Diane. Little Diddy. Oh, Jack. Jack oh. and I. Because this is the two components you need to a perfect karaoke song. What? A crowd pleaser, okay. first, and, first and foremost. Sure. And something that is in your pitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think, not too long of a song. Not too long of a song. <laughs> and not like too like, so out guys, of breath. Like you have, you have enough little time to like look at the crowd and dance and they yeah. like smile. Like I did Come on Eileen <laughs> once at uh, uh, karaoke over the summer. Come on Eileen. And I was up there. I'm like, does, does anyone know the words besides Come on Eileen? Because I discovered that. No, no one knows the words. No one knows. So I'm, <laughs> up, I'm up there and I'm like. Oh my God, the only words I know are come on, Eileen. <laughs> Some mumbling. guy had to take the microphone out of my hand and help me because wow, it was so bad. 
I'm trying to think. Jack and Diane's a good one. Jack but and Diane's you are probably It's probably entertaining watching you do karaoke because you can sing. <laughs> like, that's always like, oh, it's like a little fake concert. Yeah. And then, like, people like me go up. They're like, oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. And I'm just, like, got this frantically sweating. <laughs> sweating. <laughs> what what are the words? <laughs> Jack and Diane. Come on, Eileen. No, mine is, not, mine is not Come on, Eileen. Mine's Jack oh. and Diane. Oh, it is. Long Stacey's and winding road. Long and winding. I I would never have guessed that as like it's, a karaoke song. It's my perfect key, and I just like I, I get really dramatic when Why don't you I, do I a sing co- it. You should do a cover of you it. You should. Carly and I sing "Golden Slumbers." Like oh, "Golden Slumbers" is great my song. favorite Beatles song ever. I think when we're ever. in the car. What is everyone's favorite Beatles? That is that is the question of the century. Um, or favorite album besides Abbey Road because that's obvious. Yeah. No, I don't know my favorite Beatles album. Favorite song? Mm-hmm. Well, the very first Beatles song I ever heard was Yellow Submarine, um, which is not my favorite. But Same here. Not my favorite. No. <laughs> What's your favorite, Ian? Uh, probably Long and Winding Road. Okay. And Let It Be is the album that has that song on it. So I, I'd say Let It Be is my favorite okay. Beatles album. I'm going to go with Golden Slumbers. I'm going with Golden Slumbers 1000. Yeah. Besides Abbey Road, I'd say The White Album <laughs> or White album. Yeah, Rubber okay. Soul. Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul. I Mm-hmm. Love Rubber Soul. That's a good one. That's yeah, I know. a good pick. It is. That's Every it is. Beatles album is like fucking amazing though. Yeah. So karaoke is one hobby. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna go karaoke tonight, I think. Ooh. So <laughs> what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do something new? Um possibly. It's at a it's at a more low key bar. So He's it's gonna do I, it. come I, on, Eileen. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I You're might try, try it the out. hardest song on karaoke <laughs> ever. <laughs> come on, Eileen. If anyone's listening to this, if anyone listens, <laughs> if anyone's listening <laughs> and they have done Come on, Eileen successfully on karaoke, please let me know and tell me your powers. It was like, um, like rock band. Did you guys play rock band? Oh, rock band was the shit. Yeah, I played rock band. What were you, drummer, guitar, or singer? Guitar, or did you do all, all three way. simultaneously? Drums. <laughs> drums for me. You were drums. Colton, you were guitar? Guitar, yeah. I was a singer. I think we could form a rock band <laughs> band. All right. <laughs> book a flight. Book the soonest flight to Reno. And we will book a rock band band and go to uh, the karaoke bar on uh, second, or is it on fourth street? I don't know. <laughs> One of those numbers. Yeah, I'll be there. It sounds good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> sounds like fun. Well, can we expect you out west anytime soon? I know you have a little mini tour coming up pretty soon. What's that all about? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a week-long string of dates in kind of like the New England area, and it's with this band Castle Beat, uh, and we're, we're looking forward to it. We were playing a university, and then we were going to New York, and New York is Ooh. always interesting. Hmm. What so, university yeah. are you playing at? Can you say that one more time? What university? Uh, it's Dartmouth, I think. Oh, or Dart, Dartmouth. Oh, Dartmouth. Well, I, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's, a, that's a big school. Yeah, that's a really big school. Oh, just yeah, a little just, place called Yale. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> never heard of it. I, <laughs> we're just passing through. That's awesome. So besides the, the mini tour you have at these um, Ivy League schools, <laughs> playing in front of a bunch of smart people, um, do you have any music on the horizon or anything we can expect in 2019? Um, I... Probably details on on a whole like a new record. Uh, I'm working on it right now, chipping away, just trying to to get it done. But uh, yeah, I'm, I I got a big batch of songs that I'm really excited about and uh, can't wait to share it with the world. Nice, awesome, awesome. Well, go kill karaoke tonight. Yeah. 
And if you Thanks. do come on Eileen, let us know. <laughs> Send us a video. <laughs> I will. It is impossible, I promise. And uh, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to see what what you do in 2019. And I just think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. I know. And Thank you need you. to get Thank you need to get to so. like San Francisco so we yeah, can watch you a show. Yeah, you got to get to San Francisco or some somewhere on the West Coast soon. Yeah, I I, I think we will Hopefully cool. this summer. So awesome. uh, we'll be there. Well, we will be there for sure. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for Amazing. joining us. And yeah, like I said, go kill yeah. karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Take it easy, man. You as well. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Dude, he was so cool. Yeah, he was super cool. That's how it is. Like we kind of said in the very beginning, like those independent artists are always super down to earth and yeah. super just welcoming and, you know, never hesitate to, uh, to to reach out and and talk so yeah very appreciated very appreciated no he's awesome yeah and everyone should go listen to his music um like we said last show of the year last show of the year we'll be back though don't worry we'll be back (laughs) in like a week but what did you take away this is the first time that either of us have done radio work Mm -hmm. and we kind of jumped off into the deep end doing i mean for those of you that don't know tempo is also a live radio show um, on top of us being a podcast mm-hmm. and I don't know what did you take away from this year um I think when it comes to radio one thing that I didn't realize that I understand now is having conversations with people like people think oh I could talk in a microphone to someone yeah. for an hour that'd be the easiest thing but it's not mm-hmm. um, making things relate and making things interesting and always trying to keep the conversation going but I think we've done a really good job at keeping that keeping that happen um, I also realized that I don't like the way I sound <laughs> on the radio but I don't think anyone does um, but yeah, yeah. I, I also I like um I really enjoy it, and I'm really excited for 2019 just to get new artists. And I think one of the biggest things I've taken away from the show, besides the professional atmosphere and aspects to that, is finding new music that I can put on people. And it's not your top 40 on the radio. It's like music that hasn't been discovered that needs to be by really like, you know, like Ian, who we just talked to, by really nice artists who are just doing it because they're really passionate about the art. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that's that's my biggest thing. What's yours? Um, My biggest takeaway is just... How many people actually want to hear the things that <laughs> we talk about? That's and the people interesting. We, right? And the people we talk to. And I know we've said it a couple times, but like we came up with this show sitting at a bar and we we're like, we should totally I'm, do a radio we show. We should do a podcast. <laughs> and or I'm, like on Harry Make Mother, we should open a bar. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> and I think that, you know, I was like, cool, this is going to be fun. Like I can show it to my friends, but it's gotten so much bigger than what I expected it to be. And I um, and we just hit our 1,000 subscriber mark. Yeah. Which after is, We haven't even done 20 shows yet, which is super cool. Super cool. Um, we're broadcasted in over 50 different countries around the world. It's insane to me. And yeah. I, am, I don't even want to listen to us talk about <laughs> what we talk about. So thank and, you yeah, to everyone who and, took the time out to listen, whether you're friends or family or just tuning in yeah. or just see it posted on our Instagram and curious because you uh, – you give us a reason to do it every day. Yeah, and we absolutely love doing it. And yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say it's just it's awesome. Yeah, and it's just yeah. So and thank you, thank you. The other day, like I was walk, I was like walked into a store, and someone was like, "Hey, I listen to your radio show." That's happened to me too. I was like, "No like, shit!" Twice, but they're like, "I'm <laughs> listening." I'm like, "I don't even listen, so thank you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you everyone who listens. And if you don't, 
check us out. See what the fuck we're talking yeah. about. You may agree. You may think we're stupid. You may laugh a I little. I think it's less, honestly, it's less about us and more about the people that we interview That's true. are yeah. so cool. Yeah, don't even think, like, we <laughs> suck. We suck. But the people we talk to deserve your attention. So for anything, do it for these nice men like Ian who mm. just talked to us. Yeah, no, I mean, the people that we've been able to talk to, I've looked up to in the past. Um, friends have turned me on to them. You've turned me on to them. Right. And, yeah, it's just incredible meeting these insanely talented individuals and groups. Um, and also thank you to every artist who's been who's agreed to be on this show. Yeah. that, obviously, we would have nothing to talk about if you guys were <laughs> be me and Colton basically right now. And that's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, guys, and happy holidays, and we'll see you in the new year. Signing off for 2018. This was Tempo Radio. Thanks it still is. Don't worry. Oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> the season finale. Yeah, it's, man, it's so sad. Okay, well, we'll, we'll see, see you, you next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What should we play to, what should we play to end the year? Um, what's that one song everyone plays at graduation by Green Day? I'm kidding, but you know what's that, that song? song? The song that everyone plays at graduation? No. Good Riddance by Green Day? That's not, is that a graduation song? That's like the most That's cliche. That's like about his parents, le- his dad leaving him or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but it, it's like... Yes, it's like the high school. Anyway. I guess. Um, I'm trying to think of what my graduation song was. I didn't have one. It was like Imagine Dragons, probably. Like, <laughs> let's not play Imagine Dragons. Um, well, let's play something by Hala, because we just talked to him. Yeah. Let's play something by Hala. You know what? One of his songs off of Spoonfed, I believe, is that was the album with us. This song is off of uh, What is Love, Tell Me Is It Easy, is just an awesome, chill song. And... I've listened to it probably a thousand times. So um, we'll sign off with that. Yeah, let's do that. We're going to sign off with some holla. Holla, holla, holla. Goodbye. Actually, you know, I got to tell you first oh. before I leave. I, I tried calling Ian earlier, <laughs> and his voicemail was like, holla, holla, holla. This is Ian Rob. <laughs> and I was like, this guy is awesome. Oh, uh, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks again. We appreciate it. We'll see you next year. Bye. This is Holla. Tell me, is it easy?